Okay, take two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Reds Indie Comic Quarter. I am joined by Brandon Ingram, creator of the Gallows Man, uh, here to promote the second issue of Gallows Man. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you Welcome for having me show. again. Thank let, me, you. let me do this real quick because I'm running the whole board myself here. Yeah, yeah. So we're no going to have a little bit of a delay if I That's can no just. One sec. Ah, I can't find it. Oh, all good. So <laughs> uh, tell us about what you've been doing lately and uh, getting this uh, issue number two off the ground. Uh, so yeah, like whenever we finish or whenever we were doing that first Kickstarter back, uh, in May of 2021, even amidst us doing the Kickstarter for issue one, we were still working on issue two. We, we were like at least of a quarter away through issue two when that Kickstarter was running. So we've been working on it for, for a while. Um, and, and we, we, I thought we would have it out by January. It's ultimately my fault that it wasn't out by this January or February. Uh, work, uh, work things just kind of conflicted with scheduling mm -hmm. to where we we decided to to have the second issue Kickstarter be basically May third, like uh, two or three months out from what I originally thought it would be. But uh, but it's it's been going good. It's been going good working on this and, and future issues and stuff. It's it's been really good. Now, what's the uh, the current reception with issue number one uh, as far as like, coming from you? Yeah, I I was honestly like blown away. It was like really surreal just seeing like people's uh, thoughts and and impacts of issue one. Like there there were different a few review sites that reviewed it. Ultimately, for the most part, positive. Uh, positive feedback. There was some constructive criticism with one or two of those sites, which I welcomed because with, with at least one of them, I was reading, it, it was like, Oh my gosh, that person's so right about that. Or they're so right about that. So it helps me as a writer, get that feedback and stuff. But from, from like everyone that ordered and stuff from the Kickstarter before they pledge, everyone seemed to love it. Um, to the point where I have to check my ego. I have to check my ego at the door. Like when people are giving me this positive feedback and stuff, cause I don't want to be that person. But, uh, there was one DM that someone sent me a month or two ago through Instagram. And they basically said, Hey man, I just, I, I, I'm, I can't wait for this issue two Kickstarter. I just read issue one for the fifth time today and loved it. And it just like blew my mind here and that was like five times you read issue one. Like that's the amount of times I have to read it when I'm editing because there's so much stuff I have to edit and stuff to where at that fifth time, my mind is just crazy because I'm like, I have to keep seeing this over and over again. It, it, I, I commend that guy for five times. Uh, thank you for liking it that much. Uh, but but again, it was one of those things where after I read that comment, I was like, okay, bring your ego down bring it down but yeah i i'm i'm thankful for everyone who has at least given it a shot even if you didn't like it i'm glad you gave it a shot well definitely i think there was more panels than speech bubbles in the first issue so definitely <laughs> there was more storytelling within the pictures than the actual yeah. um uh text itself 
Um, yeah, yeah. But with the glass issue, we, we were left with uh, the Frogman's uh, demise. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was quite wondering, like, what, what what do they do now? Where their lead is gone to find uh, Swastika, or was it Major Swastika? Yeah, 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 Major Swastika. Yeah. That um, you know, like, what is Newsboy and Galasman up to do now? And after I got, I received your uh, issue number two to, to preview, and it's like, wow, okay, this is this is what's happening now. And I've, I've noticed that you have this theme with a. Uh, but the butler, um, I don't know, you get his name. Burtwald. Burtwald, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why is the deli always busy? <laughs> it's 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 a happening place. Town city is it's a big town, and apparently it, it's it's a a buzzing deli that he's always going to. It's this deli that's that's really popping off in the 1940s, I guess. Ah, and. and- I guess, uh, do we get to see this deli sometime in the next couple issues? I, I, I will spoil that. You might not see it in this mini series. You might right. see more mentions of the deli, but uh, uh, there's potential after this four issue mini series for possibly a, a sequel series, but at the very least, uh, an anthology series that kind of follows like some stuff within Town City, like, like mm-hmm. some characters you might not get a lot of uh, uh perspective on like like Burtwald or Hangmutt or Nooseboy or or different stuff like that some of the villains from Farside Alley like different ideas going on but that's that's a long way down the road ah and and I know he had that he has a big secret identity as the gallows man but why doesn't he sleep with the the mask on <laughs> you know he sleeps with his underwear <laughs> But yet he leaves the mask on. It's like, yeah. is the secret identity really part? <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things where uh, I was talking to someone recently and they kind of brought up a decent point of like, uh, it, it could be like a, a a scenario like what you're saying where Bart is more of the secret identity than the gallows man. I was like, huh, that, that's actually an interesting perspective show you let me get the screenshot to share the share the uh oops not the one share it to the audience so they can see it again i'm only running the board so it's gonna take a bit here yeah, yeah no problem <laughs> at all window and here we go all right here we have gallows man and um hangmut yeah, yeah. Hang what? And uh, yeah. Again, wakes up in his underwear with the mask on, and then goes through this whole routine of uh, having orange juice, bacon, and eggs, and brushing his teeth and uh, flossing it. Uh, you know, I guess he just has this. Even even this down in the yeah yeah he has that that morning routine which which this routine you saw in issue one, but this time it's some time has passed and he's. To put it lightly, a little down in the dumps, just based on like leads and not having them and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, it, it's it just shows that even when he's down in the dumps, he's still sleeping with that mask on. All right, and he still gives the kids the apples, but apparently when he's depressed, 
he hasn't been able to shop and nor give the kids the apples that, yeah, whatever exactly. they're expecting at the bus stop um where did i see this uh let me scroll ahead here i'm gonna spoil for everybody but yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to get to the action where here you have this marionette situation where he just hung this guy and the guards came around and like, well, he's got to do something in order not to be found out or using the dead dude as a marionette in order to respond to their questions. Like, Hey, uh, what's going on here? I thought Otis, you know, he was working today. Yada, yada, yada. And I, I like the way <laughs> this, this, uh, this interaction here was happening. Like, wh where did you come up with this idea? Uh, I, I've just always liked uh, kind of, I, I like all kinds of humor, but I mean, in this instance, you can kind of see like kind of dumb, silly skit humor kind of. And that's kind of like where that played into it of just imagining this superhero who like he killed this guy, but some other guards are coming almost like a, a various movies do this. Maybe like Austin Powers or, or yeah. something else where, where, where you have like other guards are coming so you have to act like you're doing something and so his way of acting like he's doing something like he can't get out of the costume in time so he's marionetting this this corpse <laughs> basically uh which you can see right there like he's like drooling from the mouth because he's dead and like uh it might be on this page or a different page but you you can see like parts where his, he's like twisting his neck saying no or saying yes and it has like cracking noises. There it is. Yeah, right looks, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cracking his neck because his neck's broken. Like, just it, it's it's so silly and stupid, but I love it. I, I love that stuff. Getting to to write that stuff because you don't always see stupid stuff like that. <laughs> no, that's perfect the way you had it done. And, and the illustrator is by uh, Helen, by Helen. Bolton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she did a great job. She did. Um, did you have a lot of input as far as like how this layout's supposed to go, or that was all her? So so I, I have it scripted out, but when it comes to how it should look like on the page, like she is a master at it. Like like she we've never even met in person, but it's like she can just infiltrate my mind and like Put it on the page but it looked way better than what i'm expecting because she's a professional at this like she she knows what panel layout should look like she i i i do edits here and there i'll say maybe change this or that but like she is one of the best artists i've worked with and just like bam like she's got it some great creative work here and and i don't know if the first issue had Reveal anything about does this gal's van have any other special powers or does, is he just a guy in the suit that's able to do all these things it's basically like a batman scenario where where it's a guy in a suit and he's got gadgets he's got like noose gadgets and stuff like that various things like that i think it was this issue or it would go with this issue this oh issue don't the, go past this page yeah yeah, yeah. there, there yeah. was there was a there was a snafu with his uh with his noose retractor it was yeah, this it, one. yeah it was this one yeah yeah because he one. he 
hung the guy up is the guy he married uh yeah yeah because he's like oh shoot the the noose reel you should be 20 feet up in the air by now yeah so so there's malfunctions with it okay so he's he's got flaws then also his yeah his gadgets also has flaws and that's great because you know you would never think that batman stuff would would do that yeah yeah exactly in in, in this world yeah it does tend to happen so And, and it's it's 1940s technology, so there's going to be some hangups and stuff. Okay, so we're we're talking non, nothing with big computer chips. It's just mechanical. And yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's. I would I would never have thought to put that in the comp because everything that you know any vigilante would would gadgets think that you know everything will go perfect for him, but it, yeah. for this guy, he hasn't. Uh. So I guess I can't go past the other one. And are we gonna see any more of the uh, the I guess this guy here, the boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mr. Johnson. Uh, not to not to say too much, but I will say you'll see him in issue three and issue four. Okay. So we'll get to find out if uh, he knows about his secret identity of Galvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, right. there's there's a lot more interaction with Mr. Johnson as it as it continues. All right, and then there's a little extra comic at the end if I could show it, or maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you right, show let that. Me, yeah. Let me, because I'm, I'm still confused on what was going on there, or with the with Deuce Boy dreaming here. Yeah, and, yeah. All right, here we go. So, I guess this is just a day in the life with Deuce Boy having a dream. Yeah, it's basically, I think at the, the beginning part, I had it say uh, uh, a previous evening. Doesn't It doesn't specify. So, yeah, a previous evening doesn't say it's like the day before or anything. Could be a week before. It could be months before. But this is basically a little hint or a little touch of like Newsboy's life a little bit. And with the dialogue, it kind of shows like his mom's like, wow, it's crazy that I've I'm just paraphrasing what it says, but she's like, it's crazy. You get home at from school and you go to bed at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's crazy, which we as the reader know he's crime fighting at night. Yeah, and she never but, questions him about the mask. No, no, that's the thing. She's like, wow, you you, uh, you always dress as that, that famous newsboy sidekick that's always with Gallows Man. If I didn't know any better, I would think you were newsboy. And then he, like, over the top is like, oh, I could never be as awesome or as cool or as as this or that as newsboy. And then she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And he's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, and then from there, she says goodnight to him. And you have yeah. this insane dream. That this this little boy is having, <laughs> where basically it's this guy, he's he's in the newsboy's in like a grassy area. This guy litters, and throughout, like as the dream progresses, he has the guy hanged because newsboy does not like littering. Uh-huh. He, he even says right there, it says the the truest form of villainy is littering, you scum. And so it progresses to where you see in that third panel, he has the guy hanged. Everyone's cheering that this litterer was hanged. And then the dream progresses even further in that last panel to where they've essentially killed all the litterers in the world. Because mm-hmm. he says it's it's time that we, we hunt down all these litterers, basically. 
And so, and, and you see at that bottom page, him sleeping, that he's even happier than he was at the beginning of his dream. So little, <laughs> little, uh, uh, touch into Noose Boy's psyche right there, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, did he, did you ever specify how old Noose Boy is compared to Galasman? So I, I've never said it in the comic, but I've always seen Noose Boy as like not like a, a high schooler, but I've always seen it as like he's likely between like 10 and 13, kind of like the old classic Robin age kind of. Yeah, I, I could never picture anyone at that age to become a vigilante fighter. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's that's also part of, like, touching on that with Newsboy with going back to Robin. Because when Robin was first introduced, he's, like, extremely little kid. He's not, like, a teenager. Mm -hmm. He's, like, a preteen. So that's kind of hitting at that with Newsboy. Like, would you, would you write stories about him going through not just being a vigilante but also going through puberty because now he's growing up within this community that that's heroes. actually i've actually thought about that like if i do a sequel series to this gallows man series i thought about like not completely having the story focus on him but focus more on noose boy and stuff he's doing if if i didn't do that in a sequel series i i would have like little Little stories here and there in mm -hmm. that anthology series I was talking about. Very nice. And then you have this last comic at the end about, uh, I guess, a big podcast. Uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. It's it, it's a podcast me and my buddy Tio do called Store Brand Comics. And uh, uh, I, I like to... I, I guess right here just proves I put like too much effort into little things. Cause ultimately we just do a little podcast. Like we, we talk about, we pitch movies and different stuff like that comic ideas on there. And sometimes we'll just shoot the breeze, like philosophical uh, uh, conversations about comics and stuff. But I wanted to have my own ad since it's my book, I can basically dictate the ads I want in the book. And so I was like, why not have, an ad for the podcast we do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just like it. Uh, it. It's it's one of those things where I, I probably won't get another chance to have my own ads in there in no, the future. It, if, if I ever work for, for anyone or anything. So I'm like, it's my book. I, I'll, I'll put the, the stuff I want. And Helen did the art for, for that one page ad as well. Well, what was she? She's, was she surprised when you asked her about making making this request for? Her? Like, hey, can you make me an ad for the podcast? That, this is that's how the I thing. That that's what's wild is like, uh, I I hire Helen for these things, but but I I approach her first, like giving her the concept, seeing her thoughts on it, see if she's okay with doing it. But she's like gung ho for it. Like she, I'm she doesn't say it to me, but I'm sure there's got to be something deep down or thinking like wow this is really stupid but i'm gonna do the art <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like as long as you're paying me to do this stuff for you I, I, I guess that's what it is yeah yeah but but she's she's uh such a trooper when it comes to my stupid ideas that i throw at her no nah, well when you're creative like this and you need an outlet along with your comic book you know having a podcast is a great idea yeah yeah. Then, then you get to really brainstorm with people that are, who are also interested in the same thing you're doing. It, it ultimately is that because me and him, we started the podcast just because like none of our friends 
like like some of our friends read comics but it's really like they read like a few of the big comics like they read dark knight returns watchmen mouse and that's about it like they don't have any other like comic knowledge so it was kind of like well we both love comics and know about a, a bunch about comics and we both like writing so like let's just it's basically i i am happy when people listen to our our show but it's basically just a a way for me and him to just chat and and let all the geekery out basically and you also have guests on this particular podcast or soon we'll have guests uh we we had one and i'd like to have him back but scheduling and job wise it it was another one of our friends he it was like the third episode we did it was like a uh uh, Marvel Green Lanterns crossover we had mm-hmm. and uh, he knew a lot about the Green Lantern so we had him on I'd like to have him on some more stuff now that I think about it but <laughs> it's mostly just been us two um, yeah it, I, I'm i fine with having uh, more people on but I guess we're just so focused on our stupid pitches or whatever that no, 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 we do, you do, well, you do well, your own show that's so yeah, whatever you I, guys I guess, do you don't need to have guests. Just, if you're going to shoot ideas, that's the whole show. And that, that Yeah, I, I guess that's ultimately what it goes down to. Yes. Now, um, can you give us a little bit more information about the how to, I guess, um, see your, uh, your, your, uh, your, I can't remember the word. Uh, Kickstarter uh, campaign? Kickstarter, or... yeah. Kickstarter, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so with the Kickstarter campaign, and this is for... Um, this is for both issues one and two. So if you've read issue one already, there's going to be reward tiers for you where you can uh, uh, just continue the story with issue two. But if you haven't read either of them, if you haven't read any of the Gallows Man, there's going to be reward tiers for you. You can read both issues one and two. Uh, it starts low. Uh, reward tiers range from $1 to $70. Um, whatever fits in your budget, because I understand prices are insane of stuff like like living wise like mm-hmm. i went to the grocery store the other day i got like two grocery bags worth of stuff and i paid nearly a hundred dollars i was like what the heck is this uh so i understand money's tight um any little bit helps though like i mentioned before reward tiers range from one to seventy dollars you can get uh both digital copies of issue one and two for just eight bucks and that's a lot of bang for your buck because these are more than double-sized issues like great it's paper 40 too. Great thank quality. you thank you yes the printer we use he's the, his company is doing amazing work uh definitely going to use them for issue two and, and hopefully in the the future but uh each one of these issues 49 pages of story that's not including the uh like extra stuff like like uh letters pages and stuff like that 49 pages is that your mom's review right here even though it's kind of blurry (laughs) it was ultimately like something i came up with and then i was like hey like mom is all right if i put this on the back of my book she was like yeah i guess i don't think that of your book but i guess i was like thank you i thought it was a little funny thing but yeah she's she's very supportive um but but yeah so 98 pages of just story Within these two issues, $8 digital. Physical copies start at $10 and go up. And there's some some catch-up 
reward tiers. Again, if you want physical copies of issue one and two, there's also reward tiers if you just want uh, the, the regular cover and the variant cover of issue two. There's retailer bundles. There's a couple retailer bundles, um, depending on <clears throat> what you're wanting to get. Um, it goes all the way to the $70 reward tier, which is a metal cover variant of issue one. Nice. This is a th basically the rarest copy of issue one of the Gallows Man you'll ever see. Um, guy named DP Brown. I, I was heavily inspired by him doing this on his Kickstarter. Uh, it's not a hollow foil cover. It's not a foil cover. Like it's like metal basically and i saw him do an unboxing i was like that looks really dope like like that's something i want to do for a reward tier and so it's it's that and for comic collectors out there i'm not going to make more than 25 of these variants 25 is the max i might make less than that but i'm saying 25 is the max of these variants i'll i'll order so it'll be the rarest the rarest version rarest variant of issue one but comes with that signed by me issue two signed by me it won't issue two won't be a metal variant but issue two signed by me uh comes with both it comes with a sticker set for issue two uh comes with uh the scripts for issue one and two comes with pdf copies of both um and a few other things there's there's a ton of ton of different stuff and again if, if you aren't able to get the $70 metal cover variant, there's plenty of reward tiers. Every little bit helps, and, and I'm thankful. And I just realized I didn't even say the date of the Kickstarter when it No, nor how to get to the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> it launches May 3rd at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. May 3rd, that's this coming Tuesday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, go to Kickstarter or go to my Facebook or Instagram. You can find the link to the Kickstarter there and you can back it. Um, if, if you go to Kickstarter itself, it should be titled like the gallows man number one and two, and you should find it, find it there. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, I'm, I'm thankful for every little bit that you guys are, are willing to support this book. Uh, looks like Mark is asking, uh, what rewards your guess is the badass Taco Bell shirt like you have on? Yes, yeah. So the Taco Bell shirt, uh, that reward tier requires you getting in your vehicle, driving to Walmart, and paying seven to eight dollars, uh, <laughs> and then driving back, and you'll get that reward tier. The thing is, that's not on the Kickstarter page, that's a secret reward tier. So you heard it here. If you want the Taco Bell reward tier, you got to do everything I just said. Yeah, you can also find that at Target. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, you also have the, the link to the Kickstarter on your IG page, correct? On the yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll link that up after we're, uh, we're done here. And, and, and I did found some, I did find something here that about the book that, um, me being, being drilled with so much, you know, I guess my English teacher was a big asshole for, uh, grammar and spelling. Oh, and yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it unless you, you met this guy to be, you know, ironic and, and cause he has a lisp. But, oh, major major Swaska, yeah, yeah. So, so with his, is that who you're talking about? Like he's correct, talking, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, so any any spelling errors is is on purpose with him. 
Yes. Uh, major swastika, any spelling errors? Because this might be a little hard to, to think about, listener and viewer, but it's basically a English Nazi accent. Like he's he, he, Nazi Germany. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. He has a, that German accent and he's speaking English, but he has like an Elmer Fudd lisp. Yes. Like Elmer Fudd speech impediment. So that's why it sounds like that. Have you, I guess, offended a lot of Nazis with, with this current title? <laughs> uh, none of them have, like, DM'd me or anything like that. Maybe they're plotting. Maybe they're doing a major swastika and forming some underground cult or whatever. Okay, because because I was at the barbershop earlier and I was I was going through the comic book just to go refresh my mind and and, and I had had this Indian guy right next to me and like he was just looking at me because he was seeing the swastikas, it's like, I mean they were just there and I'm like, I know Indians have swastikas too, but you're reading oh, Nazi yeah. book, like well it's, <laughs> it's a comic book, dude. <laughs> and the Nazis are bad. The, the, the Nazis, Nazis are, bad. are not good. That's yeah, they're not the heroes of this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, I'm I'm glad that they they haven't, I guess, got offended yet. Nor maybe we should put put it out there and then have them read the book. Maybe they'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which I I can understand. Like like people, they see that and and they're put off. But do keep in mind, they're the bad guys. Spoiler alert for the whole series: the Nazis get their comeuppets. <laughs> I know that's crazy, but they they get their comeuppets. Right, and, and this is. Before the World War or World Two or right this after? is so I, I, I were set in the 1930s. If I said in issue one, let me see, because uh, maybe I have it in the script. It, it's like 40s. It, it's basically around the time of World War Two. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. I, I think it's during World War Two, but it could be. Slightly after, I gotta look back at my script. So we're, we're, we're assuming that these are Nazi spies on U.S. shores. That they're somewhat. They're it's people. more of it's more of like a a uh, uh, Red Skull situation where like Red Skull kind of formed his own thing in a way. Hmm. Like it's kind of like that where Major Swastika formed this Nazi cult. Like yes, it like branched from Nazi Germany, but ultimately he's forming like a cult, basically. Okay. Well, uh, what are we expecting out of issue three? So, with issue three, uh, not to spoil anything, you read issue two. It leaves on leaves on a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, just like issue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's how I, I like to have it. Leave you leave you wanting more, but you got a lot. It's forty nine pages of story, so so you got a lot leading to it. But uh, issue three. We're we're twenty five percent done with it in terms of art. The story is completely done, but in terms of art, we're about twenty five percent done with it. Issue three might be the most action packed issue because I'll say there's stuff that goes on that that happen at the very end of issue two. Something happens to Gallows Man. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on uh, in helping him out of that situation and stuff. And there's a, a big car chase scene within issue three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's over the top and crazy. And and I can't wait to see it drawn. Um, and issue three might be the most action that you see in the book. 
because will we get, yeah, yeah. Will we get a little bit more of Sparkle? Not to spoil too much, you'll you might hear him referred to in issues three and four, but I'll say at least this: you'll get more on Sparkle in a post-credit scene after issue four. Nice. All right, I'm excited. All right, so let's uh, let's bring up your socials again, how people can reach you and how can reach your Kickstarter. And yeah, then, yeah. You know, that will definitely uh, put more uh, more money into the Kickstarter to get issues two through four out to get out the door. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, uh, my my socials Disney Comics. That's D I S M A Y Comics. You can find that on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can you can like and follow both. I'm I'm more active on Instagram. Um, but yeah, you can find links to the Kickstarter and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm posting about it fairly often. The Kickstarter goes live May 3rd at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So if you're like me, who's not good at converting, that's the 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 time zones and stuff. Google <laughs> if you're like Eastern Standard Time. Google uh, what is 11 a.m. Central Standard Time to eastern standard time and you'll get it exactly it's 12 someone like me who isn't that great at that has to rely on google sometimes if not you can ask alaska alexa oh yeah yeah exactly yes yeah i I gotta be careful with alexa though after that south park episode (laughs) i gotta be careful Um, Uh, is there a cutoff date that we're looking at for, for yeah yeah so so the kickstarter it'll run from may 3rd 11 a.m central standard time and it'll go uh to june 2nd or june 3rd um it, it's kind of weird they don't let you choose a specific cutoff date they tell you the number of days it can run mm-hmm. you can't click on the calendar but it's going to run for 30 days so june 2nd or june 3rd will be the cutoff date um, once i actually click launch then i'll finally get a date so <laughs> It'll be June 2nd or June 3rd is when it'll run to. After that, they'll then uh, put the, the books into production and should be delivered about at least a couple yes. weeks after that. Yeah, yeah. So so after the Kickstarter ends on June 2nd or 3rd, Kickstarter has to process all the, the money and all that stuff. It takes them two weeks to do that. I don't know why it takes so long, but it takes them two weeks to do all that stuff. So middle of June <clears throat> is when I'll start ordering all the promo stuff like like bookmarks stickers the comics all that stuff i'll order all that stuff and you should see it uh delivered uh sometime between early august and early september that's that's when it'll be delivered great and the taco bell does not is not included in that it's it's not included it's not included Unless secret were, reward yes unless you were you were you're sponsored by taco bell then maybe i maybe. wish yeah as much as i eat taco bell it'd be great if i got a sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go go take a look at brandon's uh kickstarter on his ig and facebook and uh you know hopefully we get we get to see uh issue two in a couple months and get to enjoy it i've read it and i've i'm left the uh, speeches of what happened at the end and hopefully get to see more of uh what our hero gallows van is gonna do uh to get out of that situation thank you thank you yeah i I hope everyone enjoys it uh even if you don't enjoy it i'm glad you gave it a chance 
yeah, definitely a great writing here. Great book, great art. Um, uh, anything else would you like to add before we go here? Um, I, I think that's it. Remember, everyone, May third, eleven a.m. Central Standard Time, and and the even the reason I preface that is a lot of Kickstarters productivity, like like in raising funds, usually relies on that first twenty four to forty eight hours. So if you're able to to be there and back the book within the first twenty four to forty eight hours, it it would really help with the Kickstarter. Sweet. All right, Brandon, thank you for showing coming to the show and we'll see you again for issue three. Oh yeah. Let's, let, oh, let's yeah. put that on the sure. calendar. For sure. For sure. All right, and guys, we'll see you tomorrow on the next show with the, with the main guys. And then uh, we'll talk about the, I guess we can talk about the spoilers that are coming out for, uh, for Dr. Strange. Cause God damn it. Don't go open Twitter and see all that. Spoilers. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching. Take care. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Seedless Villains and Seedless Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at Seedless Villainous Red, at Seedless Eman, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.